Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so excited to welcome Casey to the podcast today. Welcome, Casey. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you. What is your question for me today? Okay, so my question is, how do I help my kids foster a relationship with a family member that I don't get along with super well? Okay. I guess my first question for you is why do you feel like you need to foster a relationship with your kids and this person? Um, well, because they are a grandparent. Okay. All right. And so I wish that the situation were a little bit different and I have hope that it can become different in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my mother-in-law and I, don't get along very well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is getting to a point where my kids are growing up and I want them to feel like they can like, you know, depend on her and talk to her and have a good relationship with her, even though I don't have that kind of relationship with her. And I don't want my experience to become their experience Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just in the past have been really guarded with my relationship with her just because I feel like I've been burned one too many times. Um, and so as I like try to, you know, heal or just, you know, continue on with maybe some more boundaries, I don't want her to feel like she can't have a good relationship with my kids. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you had any conversations with her about this? No, I'm kind of intimidated by her. Okay. And so it's just like, I I haven't had any direct conversations with her about this specifically about her and my kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time I try to engage in a conversation with her, I just get like kind of shut down. Either I shut myself down because I get nervous or, you know she'll say something like, well, I just want to be a part of your life. I just want to be a part of the kids' lives. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to like cut her out. And my husband doesn't mean to cut her out. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes she says hurtful things. And then it's like, I don't really want to talk to you if you're going to say hurtful things. Yeah. That sounds totally reasonable. Yeah. So Um, what if you had a conversation with her that went like this? Mother-in-law, it's really important to me that you have a good relationship with your grandkids. What can I do to support that? I feel like I could say those words. Yes. I think you could. could Because there's not, that's positive. There's nothing threatening. There's nothing scary. What if you just asked her? Um, I think I could ask her. And I think I I have an idea of what she might say. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't, so we don't live near them. And we aren't planning on living anywhere near them anytime soon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I feel like that's been a point of contention in the past is that we don't live nearby. So she feels kind of like shut out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I have a feeling that if I were to say, you know, like, how can I help you, you know, have a great relationship with my kids? I think she might say, well, I wish I wasn't so far away from them. Mm-hmm. And then you could say, given the reality that we don't live close, what are some other ways that I could help facilitate a connection? We have like grandma Zoom time on Monday nights yeah. or, you know, write letters back and forth if your kids are old enough to write or send pictures if they text. Yeah, I like those. I like those ideas. Yeah, I like those ideas. I I feel like in the past interactions that we've had like over FaceTime or Zoom or whatever have always been kind of my kids are little, so they're mm-hmm. it's it's hard to hold their attention for a long time and you know, they don't necessarily always want to like sit down and be like and like talk to somebody on the phone or yeah. on the computer. So I I can see from her perspective that like that can be kind of frustrating too, to be like, oh, I want to spend time with you, but you're so little that maybe the time mm-hmm. we spend is you just kind of, you know, being misbehaving or, you know, not really paying attention. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of time that we do spend with, with her talking on the phone is her saying, I wish I was closer. I miss you so much. Like, I wish I was closer. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really know it just kind of puts me in a position where I don't really know what to say mm-hmm. and my kids can't say anything about that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what if you said, I'm so grateful that my kids have a grandma who really wants to be around them. That is so cool. And I do feel that way. I know how much she loves them. I can tell that she loves them a lot. It, it kind of feels like you're taking responsibility for her longing to be close to your kids and somehow it's like your job to make her feel better about it. Yeah. I don't know why I feel that way. I definitely do feel like I think about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I want her to feel closer to them. I guess it's not really my problem. I Mm -hmm. I mean, not really anything I can, I can fix. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like maybe yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that this is just like another way in which I've maybe disappointed her. And I okay. just, this okay. like kind of gets like to the root of, okay. I just would really like to get along with her. Yeah. And and I would really like her to like me. Okay. And I think she does like me, but I just, you know, I, I guess I just wish our relationship were different. I just wish we got along better. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that seeps into the way I feel about my kids' relationship with her. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. So there's a big part of you that kind of wants, wants her to be happy with you, wants to please her, wants her to like, like you, right? Yes. yes, Yeah. A huge part of me that does. And I go back and forth thinking like, you know, I would love to, I would love to be able to like call a talk on the phone with you and have like a really pleasant conversation with you and not feel like judged or, you know, or picked on. But then I go through phases where I'm like, I know I don't need you to like me. I know I'm, you know, doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm, you know, 
we don't have to be best friends. And I don't know. So I, I don't know if it's worth putting more effort into, or if it's something I just leave the way it is. I see people that have great relationships with their in-laws, or I guess I should say they appear to have good mm-hmm. relationships with their mm-hmm. in-laws. And I think that looks so much fun. I would mm. love that. Mm. And then I also see people who have, you know, don't, don't get along super well. And I think, oh, that's kind of sad. But then also I think like you're doing what you need to do to be happy. And mm-hmm. sometimes people just don't get along. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in this. Yeah, there definitely is. Bigger than just wanting to facilitate that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's a place in between like doing nothing and taking responsibility for her feelings. What do you mean by that? Like getting myself to a place where I'm not doing nothing, but I'm also not in charge of how she feels about things. Exactly. What would that look like? I feel like I could reach out to her more than I do. Mm -hmm. And maybe kind of like that idea of like maybe helping my kids send little notes to her or planning a time every week where they can talk on the phone or, you know, over FaceTime or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I think kind of what you said at the very beginning of our conversation, like asking her, what can I do to like, you know, like facilitate a good relationship between you and my kids. Mm -hmm. And I think she would really appreciate that. I Um, would appreciate that as a grandma. Yeah. You know, I think that's a really sweet thing to be concerned about. Yeah. I um, didn't have grandparents that were close, like in proximity to me growing Mm -hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So I understand the, like, how it can be hard to have your grandparents far away. And, yeah. and I can see that she's sad that she is a far away grandma right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that would make me sad too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to, I guess I just don't want that to be the topic of our conversation every time we talk to her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But what if that's kind of the main thing that she's feeling? Like, can that be okay and and mean nothing about you? Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. It can mean nothing about me. It's just the distance between us. It's not mm-hmm. like on purpose or anything. Yeah. And so what if it sounds like you're making it mean like you're doing something wrong or you're you should move by them or you should be different than you are. What if it's just like, she's really sad. She doesn't live close the end and she expresses it a lot. Yeah, that's actually, that's probably a lot closer (laughs) to the truth than what I think is going on. I think so. I think she's just wishing she were closer and that's okay. And that means she cares and that's great. It's not your problem. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think you might be right. And I think Especially in this relationship, but I know I do this in other relationships too. I just kind of like scrutinize every interaction I have with her mm-hmm. or with someone else. And I mm-hmm. maybe read too much into it. And I think it's, I don't know, maybe because I really want her, like deep down, I really want her approval. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, I, I 
I don't want to make her feel bad, but I can't really control how she feels. I can't control mm-hmm. how I feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. It, she could just say those things because that's how she feels. And that's like the end of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a little bit more about needing approval? Yes, you can. <laughs> do you, do you know where that comes from? Like where the root of that is? Oh, I don't know. This is something I've been trying to figure out over the past few years. Just, I want, I don't know. I want people to like me. I don't think that's wrong. I, I want to be somebody that people feel like they can, you know, turn to. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good spouse, uh, you know, a good daughter. And I feel like I'm also, I'm also the oldest child mm-hmm. and the first one to have kids. And I feel like I'm kind of always trying to set a good example. Mm-hmm. For yeah, your younger know. siblings? Yeah, for my younger siblings, for mm-hmm. the people around me, for my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was So was there a lot of pressure on you to kind of be a good example as the oldest or to take care of other kids or? No, not necessarily. I think I put a lot of that pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. I know my parents have said in the past, like, like you guys, you guys were the only people that put pressure on yourselves. Mm. Like me and my siblings are kind of just like anxious, overachieving people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that that's a lot, like it's kind of Mm self-imposed. Like I always, I always cared a lot about my grades and I graduated high school with, you know, all A's. And then I went to college and I tried to get all A's and Mm -hmm. I've always tried to be, I think I definitely am kind of a perfectionist and I have tried to let go of some of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess having kids has taught me really quickly (laughs) that you have to let go of a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to, you know, feel good at the end of the day. So. Yeah. I'm curious did you feel like you needed to earn either of your parents' approval? No, no. I've always known that they love me no matter what. But love and approval can be different. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't feel like I needed to earn their approval, but I definitely wanted them to be proud of me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because there's there's something there about approval and people being happy with you and kind of there's something there that yeah that you might want to dig a little bit deeper that mm. that makes the situation with your mother-in-law more painful than it probably needs to be. I can see that. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So as you work on that part of you that needs approval and letting go of that. And being like, yeah, some people approve, some people don't. I'm going to disappoint people, you know, (laughs) kind of getting to a healthier place with that. This relationship will likely become less painful and dramatic. I understand what you're saying. When I think about this particular relationship, I definitely feel like this might be your creation. Like you, you might have made it more difficult than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so. I guess I just need to practice that, like letting go of my 
need for her approval, mm-hmm. whether it, you know, with where we live or, you know, how we raise our kids or, you know, things like that. And just let her be, be the grandma and let me be the mom mm-hmm. and not, not look to her to see what her reaction is when we do things. Right. Yeah. Right. And that transition is part of growing up. Yeah. Is <laughs> is learning how to trust yourself and not looking to other people to validate your choices. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's I feel like it's always been reassuring to have that validation, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't need it to like live my life the way I want to. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. It's nice, right? It's like, it's really really nice. And what, what Um, happens if you don't get the approval? I don't know. I I feel like the worst that could happen would be that I would just feel disappointed, but I don't think at this point I would ever change, you know, my behavior because I didn't get someone else's approval. And I definitely wouldn't want, I wouldn't want my kids to like grow up thinking that everybody needs to like all the things that you do. Right. Yeah. 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 I reached out because like, I want them, I want them to have a great relationship with their grandma, but I also want them to see that like, I, you know, like I, I, do the things as their mom because I love them, but also because I want to have my own relationship with them and with their grandma. I don't want them to feel like there's like this tension between me and her mm-hmm. because there probably doesn't need to be. I know I know there doesn't need to be. So yeah. yeah. I I think you're on to some things here that are are going to like if you continue these threads, like you know, like what's, you're going to find something deeper about this approval. And I think you're right. I think you're probably because of this pre-existing need for approval, you're likely interpreting her behavior through that lens instead of just, oh yeah, she said that she didn't live close to her grandkids. Okay. It's a fact. (laughs) So yeah. So look at, look at that. And you be the kind of daughter-in-law you want to be. Like, who do you want to be in this relationship? I don't. I want to be my. Well, I want to be myself. I don't want to be. I know I don't want to be constantly looking for approval. I would Mm -hmm. like to get past this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to be someone that she feels like she can talk to, and you know, feels like she can call me and, and like socialize with me and, and be a friend Mm -hmm. and not just like a new, like a new relation, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just want to be, I just want us to be friendlier and I want to be able to talk to her about things that I talk to my mom about. And I want to get to know her better and not hold her at a a distance so Mm -hmm. much. Mm Mm-hmm. So what behavior do you need to change in order to make that happen on your end? I mean, I think I should, I think I should reach out to her mm-hmm. and just maybe initiate some of those conversations that I want to have mm-hmm. 
and then let her respond. Um, and then maybe she will feel in the future, like she can do the same. Yes. And then maybe I need to not read into every interaction with her, like through the lens of, did, did she like what I said or did she not? Did, mm-hmm. she, did she approve of what I'm doing or does she not? Because I guess I'll never know what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you are half of this relationship. So I want to encourage you, Casey, to be who you want to be. What kind of daughter-in-law, it sounds like you are really clear what kind of daughter-in-law you want to be. You want to be somebody who checks in, who cares about her as a person, who who helps, you know, do what she can to facilitate a relationship with her kids. And, you know, you're pretty clear about that. So just, I suggest that you just start doing those things, no matter what she does. (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. And that seems so simple, like a simple solution. When um, you say it, but it's, it's taken me a while to realize that that's what I need to do. That's okay if it takes a while. Yeah. It's okay. It's a process. Yeah. Growing up is really hard, but it's good. And yeah. I'm still doing it and that's totally fine. Um, it's just, I don't know, getting married, working, having kids. I kind of thought that I would be more grown up than I am, but Mm -hmm. it's still happening. And so that's been kind of, I don't know, surprising and unexpected. And I kind of thought I would know how to negotiate and like navigate all of these kinds of relationships by now, Yeah, but I don't. And I guess that's good because we're still learning and growing and, and you will continue to develop and develop skills and develop awareness and insight all through your adulthood. And that's good. I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to stop learning and improving and I'll let you in on a secret. You never arrive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you're always exactly where you need to be. I think that's good. I think I definitely am someone that looks for maybe different arrival points like, oh, have I made it to this point yet? Have I made it to this point yet? And it's good to hear you say that, you know, you're never really at the end, mm-hmm. which is good because I can, you know, then you can still change and you can still make improvements and learn and That's a good way to think about it. Good. Well, Casey, what are you going to take with you from our conversation today? Um, I think probably my biggest takeaway is going to be teaching myself and, you know, practicing not seeking approval from other people, Mm -hmm. specifically my mother-in-law and um, being comfortable with my own choices and being, you know, happy with the decisions that I make. But then also I'm going to try to reach out more and just start having the relationship that I want to have mm-hmm. with her rather yeah. than like waiting for her to make our relationship that way. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. Good work. Good work today. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. I really have enjoyed talking to you. And it's it's nice to talk to someone about this who maybe isn't close to the situation to get mm-hmm. more of an objective, you know, objective advice. Well, good. I, I hope it's been helpful. To, yeah, I, I've, I've wanted to talk to you about this and I'm so glad I've had this opportunity. <laughs> so thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast. And it sounds like you have Thanks. a baby, a baby who needs you. Yes, I know he's crying. I've been no, trying go, to go get him. Go get him. Go, go rescue him. Further, further away from him. But thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.